wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Royal Rumble weekend is upon us, folks. We're back here on Wrestle Rant Radio for Thursday, January 23rd, 2020, on the Eve, Eve, Eve of the Royal Rumble and the Eve, Eve of Worlds Collide on Saturday. A lot of wrestling coming up this weekend, NWA Hard Times as well on Friday night. We're discussing Worlds Collide and the Royal Rumble, as we always do, every single year, every single Big Four pay-per-view weekend, with the one and only Mr. Marceau, RJ. Welcome back to the show so soon after your last appearance a month ago. Thanks for having me back here, Sam. Great time to be back. Royal Rumble season, baby. <laughs> Mr. Marcel, well, first of all, two things. I think you should be proud of me because this is the first go-around that we've done with the show, and I have yet to fuck up. New year, new me. That's good. I like it. I, I was, like, waiting for the fuck-up, but it didn't come, so. <laughs> I knew you were disappointed. <laughs> Usually waiting for the botches here on Russell Rant Radio. But the second thing is, um, is it... 18 years now since uh, you started watching wrestling. I know it was around the Rumble in 02 that you started watching WWE. Yeah, it was, uh, I actually, I remember watching Heat. The first time I watched Heat was the night of the 2002 Royal Rumble. I didn't watch the show. Um, I remember watching the Heat and then the build-up. I thought Kane was going to win. I don't even know how he did in that Rumble. <laughs> but they basically were pumping Kane up like he was going to win. I remember that for a fact. And then my first, like, actual pay-per-view I ordered and watched was uh, No Way Out 2002. So, yeah, 18 years. Following month, too. Hogan and, uh, what, the, oh, the debut of the NWO on that show, right? I know we watched that show, but I just forget. Yeah, the debut of NWO. I think it was, like, Taker and The Rock. <laughs> Taker and The Rock in the main event. Yeah. Good times. Is the Rumble to you one of your favorite pay-per-views of the year? Where would you rank it among the other uh, favorite pay-per-views for you of the year for WWE? Oh, it's top. It's easily WrestleMania than Royal Rumble or vice versa. I really love the Royal Rumble. I think I feel like usually the card's pretty good. It's usually pretty small, and then the Rumble match. I don't know. Just the concept of it's the same thing every year, but I feel like it always gets. It's always good to me. I've always enjoyed it. I mean, I feel like lately, like mid two thousand tens, two thousand ten decade was like eh. But I mean, mm-hmm. when I started watching, I, I mean, I mean, all the Rumbles I remember when I was growing up were. Always fun, always good. So I'd say probably WrestleMania is one for me. I mean, it's WrestleMania, but I'd say Royal Rumble is definitely so. Yeah, I think it's picked up pretty nicely in the last couple of years. To be honest with you, I thought last year's show was was pretty good overall. Um, they had a lot of big matches. They had Brock and Finn last year. They had Brian and AJ. They had Ronda and Sasha, Oscar and Becky. Um, I thought last year's show was pretty good overall. One of the better pay per views of the year. And then of course the year before that, we were at the Rumble in Philly. And uh, with Fabio on her way home from uh, TakeOver. Um, but such a great yep. weekend as well. That was your second Rumble because you were at the 2011 one, right? I was at the 2011 one in Boston. Booker T, I watched that return back last night. And I'm like, this is, uh, that's still one of my favorite comebacks in Rumble history to this day, nine years later. Is that your favorite? What's your favorite comeback? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think my favorite comeback would probably have to be just because we were there, Rey Mysterio. Because we weren't expecting wow. it. And it was pretty good. I think Edge is up there, too, because I, I watched that one as a kid. I, that was the first. I went in-depth in on this on, wrestle, on, uh, on Hashtag, which is being a bitch right now and won't upload. But I, I watched that show. Edge came back. I was so happy that he won. Um, there's been a lot of good ones. Booker T's up there. That was an amazing one. Diesel was cool, too. Uh, there, there's been a lot of great ones in the last 10 years. I'm trying to think. The Godfather came back one year, which was so fucking random. I got him in my Rumble game the first year, which was funny. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of cool returns. Any return that stands out in your mind as being uh, one of the best? I mean, I don't... Well, you know me. I've never been the biggest fan of this guy. But I mean, when John Cena came back at number 30, <laughs> I mean, that, 
that that was amazing. I mean, I remember Triple H's face just like stone cold, like what the fuck. Mm-hmm. That was I was literally amazing. I can't remember. I can't remember the year. Robin and Dan came back a few times. Those are always great as well. Yeah, the big RVD fans. Um, but no, that John Cena. I mean, being there for Ray Ray coming back too was big. But I mean, that John Cena one was just like what the fuck. Yeah, I think that honestly tops the list of all-time best Rumble returns in MSG for 08. Because uh, literally yeah. no one saw that coming, too. And that, they had dirt sheets and shit back then, but no one predicted that. Like, if Edge, come back on, if Edge comes back on Sunday, as a lot of people expect him to at this point, I'm kind of doubtful. Um, I, I don't think it's happening. I don't really think it needs to happen. It'd be awesome if he does. Um, but, like, that's something we've heard rumors <coughs> that we've heard rumors about now for, like, a long time, like months, months. you know? Yeah, yeah. Cena, Cena came completely out of nowhere. The dude literally broke his fucking neck, um, uh, what, three months before? It's at, at, at right around SummerSlam, and then came back mere months later for the Royal Rumble. It doesn't get much better than that, so um, I totally agree. I thought that was a great return. But we got the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Before we get to the Rumble, uh, we'll talk quickly about Worlds Collide. I know we have a takeover coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, maybe we could talk then into a quick... Maybe not for WrestleRant Radio, like a side audio video or whatever. Uh, predictions for TakeOver Portland, because that should be a good show too. But Worlds Collide on Saturday is an absolutely stacked show on paper. Real quick, on the kickoff show, they announced this. Uh, Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray, the NXT UK Women's Champion. Championship is not on the line here. Um, any chance of a Mia, a Mia Yim victory, RJ? I know you're a big KLR fan, but any chance of a Mia Yim upset? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, I think... You- Kaylee Ray's coming off that, that great win at uh, Blackpool 2 against Piper Nevin and uh, Tony Storm, which is a great match. I haven't seen it. I would definitely recommend it. It's a very fun match. Um, I, I don't think she's going to lose here. I mean, I don't think there's any reason for her to lose. I uh, do like Mia Yim, but I, I think I think it'll be a good match, but I think Kaylee Ray wins here. Um, kind of picks up the first win for uh, Team UK if they're kind of doing that in like a kind of standing format. But I think Kaylee Ray wins here. And uh, kind of solidifies herself as the uh, top woman athlete or top woman wrestler in the UK, uh, in the UK scene right now. It'll be interesting to see if they do do the not the rankings, the uh, the standings, like you said, and they they they, they take score of uh, how many wins each brand has. Uh, there, there are six matches on the card if you include that. I guess they may not include that if they want to, because they could do three and three. Um, I just don't see it being four and two. I guess we'll find out after we do our predictions, but. Um, first up on the official card, we have Finn Balor from NXT taking on NXT UK's Ilya Dragunov. Now, for those who don't know Dragunov, which I don't blame you if you don't, um, he's yet to appear on NXT normal, on NXT regular, but, uh, he's really, really good. He actually faces Zaro at that Cardiff show, uh, the UK TakeOver Cardiff show back in August and had a great match there. He's really, really good. Despite that, I think Finn Balor wins here. He's facing Gargano and a couple weeks after this. Um, it would be kind of odd if he lost here so soon, uh, you know, so close to takeover. So, any chance of a Dragunov uh, victory here, RJ, against Finn Balor? No, I don't, I don't believe so. I'm not really too familiar with Dragunov. I, ha- I did see that match with uh, Cesaro at take o- uh, TakeOver Cardiff, which was, was a good match. I, like you said, Finn's leading up to that match with Gargano at po- Portland, so I don't, I don't see Finn losing here. Um, we're kind of just kill the steam that he has going on right now. Um, I think Finn wins, and Finn wins big, but it should be a good match. Dragunov is a good wrestler, and they should have, if they have the chemistry right, they should have a good match. Uh, quick side question. I know we discussed this over text a couple weeks ago, but uh, real quick, your thoughts on the UK takeover. Now, have you seen all of them up to point? I know you saw the Cardiff one and this one. Have you? Did you see the first one or no? Yeah, so I've seen all three. Okay, so what were your thoughts on this one, and how did it compare? I know you asked me this on hashtag last week, but your thoughts on this one and how it compared to the other two? Oh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I haven't really, really um, been a dedicated viewer of NXT UK on Thursdays. I mean, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get into it more. I've, I've really enjoyed all three shows. I'd probably say Cardiff was my favorite. I mean, the crowd for Cardiff was. Banana Land. <laughs> yeah. and they just had some really good matches, and I just—I mean, the all three shows are good. I'd probably say Cardiff was the best. I really enjoyed this show as well. The Devlin Bait match was really good. Enjoyed the Triple Threat. The main event was just, eh. yeah, I'm not the biggest Joe Coffee fan, so mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was what it was. But 
I thought I think all three shows are good. I would still say Cardiff was the best, um, but definitely, definitely, would I'm definitely checking into the the weekly show more now and try to get myself more familiar with the the wrestlers there. But they do have a ton of good wrestlers, and I'm can't wait for them to move some of those guys to uh, NXT proper. Yeah, that's that's a cool thing too. If you keep up with these UK shows, it'll mean more when you see these people pop up in NXT at some point because you know it's inevitable. But th- this brand has been fucking killing it so far in 2020 between that UK takeover. We have Worlds Collide this week, and then we have Takeover Portland in like three weeks from now, not maybe a month or so, um, which is insane. So we're having three great shows back to back to back. Throw in the Rumble. It's a, a great time to be an NXT fan right now, and the, uh, you, you know they'll be a part of that pay per view too. Um, at least in the Rumble matches, so a lot of a lot of things to look forward to. But yeah, I got Finn Balor winning here as well. Let's see, for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, two members of NXT going for the belt, and then two members of NXT UK. Um, okay, I, I guess spoiler alert, because they're revealing... So they're holding qualifying matches for the Fatal 4-Way on Thursday's NXT UK. Really shouldn't come as any surprise who ended up advancing, but spoiler alert, um, we have Angel Garza, the defending champion, of course, Isaiah Swerve Scott, who earned a spot by winning a triple threat last week on NXT. Uh, and then from NXT UK, we have Travis Banks, who was not at the UK TakeOver show. Um, if you don't follow the show, you may not know who he is, but he's really, really good too. And then uh, filling out the four, we have Jordan Devlin, who is... Ab- I'm a big, 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 big uh, big fan of Jordan Devlin, so... It would be great to see him win. I don't see him taking the championship over NXT UK. I think Angel Garza just won the belt a little over a month ago. I think it'd be a little soon for him to uh, drop the belt. Um, he's been, you know, the guy's a star. We've, we've talked of Angel Gars every chance we've had. Um, I'm a big fan of Isaiah Swerve Scott. This really should be a phenomenal Fatal 4-Way, and I'm really looking forward to it. But I just don't see so soon after him winning the championship, Angel Garza dropping the belt in this match. Uh, any, any thoughts, RJ, on uh, Angel Garza's match here as the Cruiserweight Champion? Does he lose the belt to any one of these three members of uh, NXT and NXT UK? I don't believe so. I haven't, I haven't ran down here. I just... Garza, Garza just won the belt. I think it would be pretty silly to take the belt off him already. And like you said, bring it to NXT UK would kind of be kind of weird unless they were going to defend it on NXT UK as well. If they kind of like move Devlin or Banks. I'm not too familiar with Banks, but I, I do think Jordan Devlin does have a bright future. But I don't want him to be pigeonholed as like a, as a cruiserweight. So, I mean, him winning would kind of hurt. I feel like it could hurt him in the end. But Garza is a star. I do like Swerve Scott as well. Um, but Angel Garza just won the belt. I, I think it would be foolish to take it off him so soon. Yeah, I think all four of these guys are very bright features. All of these guys, to me, scream star. Maybe Travis Banks doesn't really more so. He's probably the weaker link of the four, but Devlin is great for NXT UK. We've been uh, high on Isaiah Swerve Scott for years now, ever since he was kill shot in Lucha Underground years and years and years ago. And then Angel Garza has been fucking killing it since the moment he arrived. So, But I do also think that Garza is walking out still the champion. Uh, then we have for the NXT Women's Championship, kind of another for, a foregone conclusion here. And the thing is, with a lot of the matches on the show, on this show, a lot of them are predictable, but that doesn't make them any less enjoyable. Um, just because a lot of these matches should be killer. This one being no exception, a rekindling of a rivalry here between Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. This time, as opposed to over the NXT UK Women's Championship, it's over the NXT uh, Women's Championship. So uh, this is pretty cool. Should be a great match. Their matches last year, including at that first UK TakeOver show, was were absolutely terrific. This should be no exception. Um, yeah, Rhea Ripley, again, a lot like Angel Garza, a lot like you just said, RJ, just won the championship a month ago in NXT by beating Shayna Baszler. Tony Storm, I think, is absolutely NXT bound. Like, there is without a doubt in my mind. Honestly, I'm shocked that she wasn't pinned in that three-way at the UK TakeOver show a few weeks ago. Maybe they wanted to protect her for this match. I don't know. But I figured that would be her swan song from the brand. Uh, apparently not yet, though. We are getting Ripley and Storm on this show. Uh, Rhea Ripley probably would have to be still the NXT Women's Champion coming out of the show. Right, RJ? That's what I'm saying. I mean, Ripley, Chelsea, Baszler, what she had the longest reign in NXT Women's Championship all the time. If that not, not that either, Oscar did. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just won, just won the belt from Baszler. I mean, Storm also just lost to Kylie Ray. And uh, Niven at at NXT Takeover Blackpool. I think I think they technically could do like maybe like a little shock value, like Storm beats Ripley again. They rematch at Portland, but I mean Bianca Belair just won that battle royal to be the next number one contender. So that'd be kind of silly. Who I still to this day do not agree should have won, 
but that's another argument for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Ripley has to win here. It'd kind of be silly if she lost, but like I said, maybe if she does, maybe she loses kind of fluky, maybe like a roll-up or something. They can do Storm versus Ripley at Portland, and then if Ripley retains from there, then they do Ripley versus Belair at, at the takeover for WrestleMania. Or oh, no, they're doing Ripley and Belair as the Portland show. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, yeah then it wouldn't make really much sense if uh, Storm on. Well, which, which is good, though, because like we discussed last week over text, I'm glad they're getting the Belair match out of the way now. I mean, they shouldn't have done it in the first place, but um, I'm glad they're doing it now or soon as opposed to WrestleMania weekend because I, I would assume that spot has got to be reserved for Io Shirai, right? It has to be. Her losing, I, I've honestly never been so mad. <laughs> I thought for a fact, like, she was definitely going to win. I threw my, threw my remote control. I was so mad and shut the TV off. And, I mean, I usually don't show that much emotion when I watch wrestling or anything like that, but, I mean, she's been so hot lately. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've been a fucking day one Io Shirai fucking fan, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I I was the only one clapping for NXT 25, so, <laughs> I mean, I've been there when she was literally needed everyone support and no one gave a rat's <laughs> ass about her. Um, but she's been killing as a heel. I mean, I still loved her as a baby face. I, even though her music was generic as fuck, I still loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um... But, I mean, she has to be the one for WrestleMania, the WrestleMania weekend. And seeing the rumors that she might leave is, like, killing me. I, I don't want to say that it won't happen. I don't, think it, I don't think it won't happen, but I don't think it will happen either. I'm not really sure. If it's a money issue, will they rush her to the main roster? I don't. I mean, I, I say rush, but, like, you know, she's ready. I mean, she was ready from day one, obviously. She's ready now, yeah. Yeah, she's just really, really good. And I would like to see her stay down in NXT for a little longer. Um, but it would be cool to see her on Raw or SmackDown. I do fear for her future there just because, I mean, they're finally getting it right with the Kabuki Warriors to an extent. It took some green mist to get there, but they're finally kind of utilizing them right. Um, for a while, they're not so much, so we'll, we'll see, but she's an absolute star. I know this is going to be outdated by the time this episode goes up, but you know what they're doing in NXT tonight? Tony, uh, you know what they're doing in NXT tonight? Yeah, Storm and Shirai. Yeah, the rematch from uh, May Young Classic a couple years ago, which would be absolutely awesome. Io Shirai is such a star, so uh, I think wherever she I don't know if I love that, though, because Io probably will lose, and I don't like that. Yeah, it could be a non-finish. Well, for my hope, I hope so. I want to take <laughs> control of this time. I guess we'll see. This is going up after it airs, so hopefully Mr. Marceau is not dead on his couch after a heart attack after seeing Io Shirai lose again. They're going to job her out clean on NXT now because they know she's on her way out. How about that? That's brutal. <laughs> so we get to, first, before the main event, DIY versus Mustache Mountain. Dude, can you just send me a pair of pants in the mail before this show happens? Because this match is going to be something special. I am so fucking excited for this match. Probably more so than I should be. But, like, I'm a big, obviously, DIY fan. Always have been, as you have been as well. But, like, Mustache Mountain, I don't think people realize how good they are. And they haven't teamed for a while. I don't think they've really teamed since they uh, failed to become the NXT UK Tag Team Champions about a year ago. But before they before that they had that great series of matches with Undisputed Era and NXT, former NXT tag team champions. These guys are really, really good. If this is one of the last opportunities we get to see DIY for a while, I'm I'm glad it's here. because uh, this is gonna be absolutely outstanding. So Mustache Mountain NXT UK. DIY NXT. This is the first match on the card, in my opinion, that could really go either way. Um, any of these people, or which of these teams, rather, RJ, do you see emerging victorious in the battle for brand supremacy? Um, I think this is going to be an amazing match. I love both teams. I mean, it's one of those matches you can just have fun with. It's going to be a great match. And I think it's going to, I would say probably DIY win here. I mean, Gargano's facing Balor, Champa's facing Cole. I mean, it's kind of written in the stars that they're kind of a little bit further along at this point than bait in uh, 7R, but... I mean, it's going to be a hell of a match regardless, so either team wins, I'm really excited because I bet you the match is going to be killer, but I would say if I'm picking, I'd have to go with DIY. Yeah, they just feel like bigger stars uh, individually as a pair, as opposed to um, Mustache Mountain, just because, again, Gargano and probably <coughs> excuse me, Ciampa both have big matches coming up at TakeOver Portland. Ciampa likely facing Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. 
while Gargano was already confirmed to be facing Finn Balor. So for either of them to get pinned so close to that event would seem strange. Uh, meanwhile, Banks is or not Banks. Um, Seven's got nothing going on. Bates got nothing going on right now. They just wrapped up their respective feud to take over. Um, I think it's more likely DIY wins, which brings us to the main event. So, so far, we got all the same picks. We have Ripley from NXT, Finn Balor from NXT, Angel Garza from NXT. <laughs> Maybe I got to reevaluate our picks here. DIY from NXT, and Kaylee Ray from NXT UK. Um, I guess, I mean, I, I, I don't know who, what else you changed, though. That's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to think, like, to make it more even, but what what other match do you change? Maybe Mustache Mountain, but may, I don't know. I'll stick with DIY. But we get to the main event. I'm going to go with Imperium here. Walter, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel, and Alexander Wolf taking on the all of the Undisputed Era. Cole, O'Reilly, Fish, and Roderick Strong. Um, again, this should be a great main event. Two top factions right now in WWE. Just to give NXT UK something on the main show, I guess Imperium has to win here. Which they probably should. I mean, Adam Cole's the NXT champion, but he won't really lose much in defeat. He never really does. Walter, I think, needs to win more. Um, he just beat Joe Coffey, but the match wasn't that great. He looked like a fucking loser at that Survivor Series show. They gotta give the guy something. And Imperium lost at the UK TakeOver show when they failed to become the tag team champion. So I think they need this win more, far more than Undisputed Era does. So I'm gonna go with Imperium as the victors. Uh, what say you, RJ? Right next to it, Jason. I literally have written down. Should be a fun match. Whoever wins shouldn't matter to their stock. However, Imperium could use to win more. I mean, like you said, I think Imperium wins here. I mean, they could use the win a lot more than Honest Street Era. I mean, they're all champions, and losing here wouldn't really kill their stock. Imperium, they're coming off Walter one, which is great, but the, 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 the Eichner and Bartel lost, and then. Wolf's kind of just there. So, I mean, I think they need to win more. And I think it'll be a good match, but I think Imperium needs to win here. Yeah, they absolutely need the victory, especially if NXT is going to win <laughs> every other match in this show. They definitely need the victory in this match. Um, but overall, this should be a stellar show. I'm not be I'm not going to be able to watch it live, but I am looking forward to watching it early Sunday. Hopefully not to get anything spoiled. But, again, everything seems pretty pretty predictable but not in a bad way this should be an absolutely you know top to bottom terrific show hopefully they do more of these in the future i'm all for more of these as opposed to uh takeovers takeovers are great but if they do more of this type of stuff with different people down the road i'm all for it too um so then we transition into the royal rumble on sunday too many matches as we were discussing before the air we have eight matches on the card i assume one of these will get bumped to the kickoff show come rumble sunday uh we have I think four, yeah, four matches from SmackDown. Four matches from SmackDown, one, or I'm sorry, two from Raw, and then the two Rumble matches. That's got to be it. Like, I know there was talk at one point of adding, um, what was it, Strowman and Nakamura. They can save that for another time. They can save Miz and Morrison versus The New Day for the SmackDown tag titles for another time. There's just no, there's just no spots left. Um, on the card, eight matches is way too much as it is, especially for a show, dude, that has two Rumble matches. I've seen Rumble shows, I know that these shows are longer now, but I've seen Rumble shows that had one Royal Rumble match on them and, like, maybe two or three other matches. I mean, I don't understand how you have two 60-minute Rumble matches and then have six other matches. Like, last year's show didn't end until fucking 12.30. Like, it's ridiculous. It was even longer than WrestleMania might have been. It was at least close. Um, but still, they, they, yeah, it's way too long. Just way too long. They they gotta cut this shit short. I know Shorty G and Sheamus, I would assume, gets bumped to the kickoff. But even then, like eight matches, get the get the fuck over yourself. Like these matches aren't just thirty minutes. The rumbles are usually at least an hour. So I don't know. I think that's I think that's a little too much. I know they probably rushed the men's match last year because they were running so late. I don't want to see that happen. Just give it all the time it needs. Anyway, uh, Shorty G Sheamus, real quick again, probably ending up in the kickoff. Sheamus. Just came back. Uh, disappointed to not hear his old theme song. He had said that he wanted it. WWE said no, whatever. Um, but he is back as a heel. Rise over size. Shorty G has a new shirt out, RJ. If you're interested, I'll send it right to your house. Um, looks like something I would wipe my ass with. Like, who the fuck would buy that? It's so <laughs> stupid. So fucking dumb. I was looking for the Rey Mysterio shirt earlier because we were texting about it. And I go to shop and I see a Shorty G shirt. I'm like, dude, 
Who the fuck would honestly buy this? I love the guy, but, like, this is so stupid. They're not doing him any favors with this stupid-ass Shorty G bullshit. The guy's losing. It should be a good match if they give it time. Otherwise, it's going to be a glorified squash. Um, but either way, Sheamus goes over. Sheamus. <laughs> Moving right along here. SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey versus Lacey Evans. They had her first match on SmackDown last week. Lacey Evans won. Um, the thing is, I mean, I obviously think Bailey's winning here. Lacey just beat Bailey, so it'd be weird if she beat her again for the title. It's too soon to put the belt on Lacey, but I will say, this is just me, I think she's gotten very much over. She's done very well for herself in the babyface role. Um, a lot better than she was as a heel. She was, I mean, not, she's not great as a babyface, but she's at least a lot more interesting than she was as a heel. Um, so I'm looking forward to the match. The thing is, with the SmackDown Women's Division, it's so fucking desolate, dude. Like... No one person, aside from maybe Sasha, stands out as being, okay, she should drop the belt to that person. Like, she's not going to lose it to Carmella. She sucks. Dana Brooke, don't even get me started. Um, there's always Mandy and Sonya, but they're both heels right now. They already have already, you know, they've already had them face Nikki and Alexa multiple times. So, no Bailey and Alexa, or no Bailey and Nikki, please. Um, and then there's, again, Sasha. Or at least, you know, Lacey, maybe if they hold off on her winning the championship, but I don't see that happening. But the thing about Sasha is that as cool as that is, they just turned both of them heel. So one of them would have to go face, I, I guess. I don't know, which I'm not a fan of either. Um, but still, I'm, you know, this match should be solid. I think Bailey retains the title. Um, so your thoughts, RJ, on the match? And if it's not Lacey, who do you think ultimately faces Bailey for that championship at WrestleMania? Um, I think it's going to be a solid match. I mean, I'm not the biggest Lacey Evans fan. I think she's gotten over as a babyface, but I mean... I still don't think she's a great baby face. Um, I have Bailey winning here. Um, that is a good question. I mean, I'm trying to think. It's one of those things, like you said, there's a lot of people that just don't really mean much right now. But, I mean, if you had maybe Sonia or Mandy win the Rumble, could kind of turn the face. I mean, I think Mandy's on the... Mandy's with the whole Otis stuff is kind of on the fringe of going face. Um... I think if you had one of them win or just have Mandy turn, you could do that. I mean, I, I'm the, the one of those people who think if, who wins the Rumble, someone that needs to win the Rumble. No, I, I don't, agree. I don't, think, I don't think Charlotte Flair or Roman Reigns or Sasha Banks or an insert person who doesn't need to, like Seth Rollins, like, those people are already title contenders, so mm -hmm. they don't need to win the Royal Rumble. Because they don't need that opportunity to get them over. Yeah. People like Sonya, Mandy, and other lower mid-card guys, guy wrestlers, like, that's their shot to get that shot. Like, they need that to get there. Like, the other people don't need that. So, I would say, hopefully, one of the underutilized women or men win their select Rumbles and gives them that opportunity, which then gets you over. Mm -hmm. So, hopefully, maybe Mandy or Sonya can win, come face, then face Baylor. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I think there's a very good chance, whether Sasha wins the Rumble or not, I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sold on that, but I do think it will be Bailey and Banks at WrestleMania, just because I don't know what else you do. Unless they call up someone from NXT, and even then, like, no one really makes sense. Like, maybe Candice, but, like, uh, no one obvious suspect, like Sheena Baszler, which I'll get to momentarily, but I think Bailey wins here either way. I guess they'll figure that out as they go along. Um, Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo for the United States Championship. They just added this the other day after uh, Carrillo came back on Raw, confronted Andrade. Now, Carrillo owns two victories over Andrade. He beat him on the Raw before TLC and then at the TLC pay-per-view itself on the kickoff show. So he's 2-0 against Andrade. Um, it makes sense for him to get a title shot. I wish they just would have fucking waited. Because as we were discussing before we went on the air here, Rey Mysterio and Andrade I thought was a great match. The issue was that there were too many commercial breaks. Um, that's a ladder match really isn't something you do on, on raw. I'm glad they did. It was a nice attraction, but it takes away from it just because you're in the match and then you're invested and they just, you know, they go right to commercial break. I don't know. I just didn't think that was a very smart idea. Um, but still, you know, it, it should be a good match. They've always worked well together. Carrillo, it would be nice to see him get his, uh, just do his champion at some point, but a lot like we were talking earlier with Baze or with, uh, Rhea Ripley and, and Angel Garza. Andrade just won his title at the MSG house show the day after Christmas a month ago. Um, the guy deserves this run. It's been long overdue. They've done jack shit with Andrade for the better part of the past two years in the main roster. He deserves this run. Don't cut it short so quickly. 
Um, I would have Andrade retain here. Maybe they resume the feud after the Rumble, but I think as far as this match goes, Andrade has to retain the championship. Yeah, I'm on Andrade all the way. Like you said, he just won the belt. No reason to take him off. And they they should have honestly probably done him and him and Ray here with the ladder match instead of Raw. But I, I, Andrade just won. You can't take the title off of him. Now, I was thinking about this. Andrade, I would keep the championship on at least through WrestleMania. Do you do, for the third time at a WrestleMania weekend, mind you, because we saw it a couple of years ago when we were there and again the following year in New Orleans, do you do Andrade versus Aleister Black for the United States Championship? To me, that seemed to make the most sense on uh, on paper. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be that'd be a fun match. Um, definitely, hopefully, like you said, Andrade keeps it till WrestleMania, gain some some more credibility, um, and then Black could be the one that takes it off him. I think I think that's kind of where they're kind of they're kind of like not pigeonholing, but I mean Black's kind of a mid card guy at this point, so. I would say having him versus Andrade or WrestleMania would be a good match, and it makes sense, and it's it's a fun match. Yeah, I, I would rather see that, honestly, than like a multi-man match again. I don't know, what was the U.S. title match last year? Oh, it was Samoa Joe and Ray Ray. I mean, they, they got a minute, but like I would prefer a singles match over a fucking, oh, eight-man ladder match. Like, yeah, the matches are fun, but what do they really mean? Like, that's just, it's literally a glorified Money in the Bank ladder match. If you're going to do that shit, just bring the fucking match back to the pay-per-view. I never really understood yeah. that. Um, so hopefully they just do Andrade versus uh, you know Alistair or Drew one on one. I mean Drew deserves a lot better, and I'll get to him in a second. But you know a, a, a prominent match at WrestleMania. I think Andrade wasn't even on the card last year, dude. He was in the fucking Battle Royal like before oh, the show. Oh, yeah. He got chucked out like a loser. So hopefully you know he gets a more prominent spot on the card this year. Um, let's see, for the, we'll, we'll see the Raw Women's Championship match, I don't really care about Reigns and Corbin, so we'll get this out of the way now, uh, Roman Reigns, King Corbin, Falls Count Anywhere match, I'm shocked they're doing this again, who gives a fuck, like, just blow this off on SmackDown, the first match, I mean, they have, they've had a couple matches, but the TLC match was terrible, like, I like Corbin and Reigns, I don't mind either, I actually like Roman Reigns, but they have no chemistry, they have no chemistry, the feud has not been good, um, I'd prefer this over the fucking loser eats dog food shit, but the only plus to this match, as I've said, you know, many times elsewhere, is that hopefully this means that Reigns wins, which means he's not going to win the Rumble, because they're not going to have him win two matches in the same night. Like, we've seen this before where, like, uh, I, it's definitely happened elsewhere. I think maybe Bret Hart? Yeah, Bret, no. Eh, I don't remember what happened. Someone lost at the Rumble, and they went on to win the whole Rumble match. Oh, obviously, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch did it last time when she lost to Oscar, and then she Becky won the Rumble. Yeah. yeah, and then other people, I feel, have done that, too. Um, actually, you know what? Brock, I know, has done it once. He beat Big Show and won the Rumble, but that's besides the point. I do think uh, Reigns winning here and then winning the Rumble would be way too much. Like, that's not going to happen. But they should give him his win here. Don't extend this any further. If they're going to extend it just to do the fucking dog food match then I have lost all faith. Like, Roman's already lost to how many people in the last six months? I'm not saying he's been booked terribly, but, like, he lost to Corbin at TLC. He lost to Eric Rowan at Clash of Champions. He lost to Shane fucking McMahon in Saudi Arabia last June. The guy needs a big victory. If they really want us to take him seriously going to WrestleMania, I know he's Roman fucking Reigns, but, like, he needs to win more consistently. And I know that sounds weird for a lot of people complaining about his booking, but, like, the feud sucks. Um, and I know they're trying to really get people to cheer Roman, which is great, and I think that it's working so far. But And I like Corbin, but the feud's just a dead end. So I think Reigns has got to win here, put this thing out of its misery, so we can all move the fuck on. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, I got Reigns winning here. I'm so over this fucking feud. The only time I actually care is when the Usos came back. But yep. besides that, who gives a shit? Like, I'm over it. Who could possibly get two shits? I love the Usos and their involvement kind of spiced it up a little bit, but you know, make no mistake about it. It's like putting fucking a necklace on a dog. It's still a bitch at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's still fucking, you know, you can dress poop up and I don't even know where I was going with that, but at the end of the day, it's still a shitty feud. Um, and this is not a good feud. <laughs> but, uh... This is just, it's just not great. So hopefully Roman wins, we can all move on, and he can face Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Um, Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch, Asuka, the big rematch from last year. Uh, I gotta go Becky Lynch here. I think it, it's weird that a lot of people are actually considering Asuka potentially winning. I'm honestly really surprised that people are even thinking about that. Um, 
just because I didn't think that there was a remote possibility of that happening. I guess it could, and they can extend the feud, but I, don't know, I, think, it, I think it means more if Becky goes into WrestleMania like a year-long champion as opposed to dropping it to Asuka for a month and then regaining it at the fucking Elimination Chamber show. Um, so I think Becky wins, puts that, you know, uh, 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 puts this rivalry to rest. She finally gets that big win over Asuka, and... Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I got to say about it. I know people are thinking maybe Asuka faces Kyrie Sane at WrestleMania. Like, there's no chance of that happening. Asuka, if they didn't put the belt on her going into WrestleMania last year, there's no shot they do it this year. So let's not even try to fantasize about it because it's not happening. Um, but the feud's been good. I've been liking it. The match should be great. If it's anything like last year's match, it should be awesome. So, RJ, is there any remote chance Asuka uh, can continue her winning ways against Becky or is it pretty much set in stone Becky's walking out still the champion? I mean, there's a better chance to go on the next NASA mission than uh, Oscar winning on Sunday. I mean, I, how do people even think that Oscar even has a snowball chance to win here? I mean, Becky, like you said, she needs to win here, go into WrestleMania as a year-long champion, whoever she's facing, and she just has to revenge that one loss that she had from last year. I mean, I think it's, I think it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty much booking 101 here. So I think Becky wins and move on. Um, I was thinking about this earlier, but who do you have face the Kabuki Warriors for the tag team titles of WrestleMania, assuming they hold on to them until then? Oh, goodness. Um, hmm, that's a fucking good question. Uh, the worst part is I'll just say Nosh and Kai, but they broke up. Uh, yeah, exactly. Fuck, honestly, honestly, I have fucking no idea. Um... I thought they've beaten everybody. They uh, pretty much have. I mean, there's the only other option is a is a multi woman tag team match with every other team, which is what, exactly what they did last year. So I would not be surprised. Probably like Tamina and I. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I really don't care. The division, like they've been good champions, but they've run through everyone in the division, so it doesn't like mean much anymore. Yeah. It's like and it's, it's like AEW. They've already done all the good matches in the tag team. Just, division who cares at this point yeah well they just need more tag teams in general i still stand by what i said over a year ago that the division just is not necessary they don't need a women's tag team division i think people have these illusions of grandeur where it's like oh we have this grand women's division do you really though like you don't even really use the women that you have for the singles ranks let alone tag team like carmella and dana brooke are barely on the show i don't don't know i just don't get it raw has almost no women they really don't. Like, Liv Morgan does not count. I don't care what anyone says about Liv Morgan. She sucks. She's not good. The whole gimmick about being in a bathtub, like, give me a shit, I don't, I don't care. Hey, who cares? Like, all the fucking single wrestling fans are probably jerking off to that shit, but, like, other than that, like, the, the gimmick is just stupid, and, and it just... Her wrestling ability is nearly non-existent. I'm, I've never been a Liv Morgan fan. I think she is vastly overrated, to be honest with you. Um, Lana doesn't count. She can't wrestle for shit. That's pretty well established. Sarah Logan, and I mean, Sarah Logan, what more can be said about her? Uh, they need more women on the main roster. I know people love NXT, but at some point, they're going to have to start bringing some of those people up to Raw and SmackDown because these divisions are uh, really just sad to look at on paper. But yeah, I think it'll just end up being some multi-woman tag team match uh, just because otherwise I don't really, I don't really see what you do because they've already beaten everybody. So that brings us to Daniel Bryan and the Fiend, Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. It's it's no ordinary you know singles match now. It's going to be a strap match, which I'm not a big fan of. I don't think strap matches are really all that compelling. Uh, I think the last one that we saw was, if I'm not mistaken, the Cena Rusev one about five years ago when they were feuding over the United States Championship. I can't think of another one beyond that. Um... Maybe they make this work. I just thought they could have a kick-ass singles match because they had that great match at the Rumble six years ago to the day. Uh, unfortunately, we're not getting that. But, uh, yeah, I think Daniel Bryan loses. Uh, you know, it's really no surprise there. Bray Wyatt is, is still... I don't know. I just I don't, I don't really understand why Bray Wyatt would lose so close to WrestleMania. I love Daniel Bryan, but the time just doesn't really seem right right now. So I'm going to say The Fiend... Uh, remains undefeated, still the Universal Champion. Uh, do you think Daniel Bryan walks out as champion, RJ, or does the Fiend retain? I say the Fiend retains. Um, should be a decent match. I don't, I don't love the strap match stipulation. It's never been the most entertaining stipulation of all time. Um, but I think Bray wins here, and I hope they uh, lose the red lighting. 
fucking hate it. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised it's taken this long. Uh, they haven't done it already just because it's dumb. Bray Wyatt has said, uh, I think Seth Rollins said in an interview, that both him and Bray are not a fan of the red lighting. So if he's not a fan of it, I'm not really sure why it's still there. It's really stupid. But um, So with Daniel Bryan, what do you do with Bryan at WrestleMania? The only match that comes to mind, in my opinion, and I hate that I'm even saying this, is Sheamus again. Because other than Sheamus, who else do you have him face from uh, from the SmackDown side of WrestleMania? Yeah, I, I, I mean, they, I think that's kind of the match they're going for. But, I mean, besides that, he's a multi-man match. I guess he could contend for the Intercontinental Championship, depending if it's still Shinsuke. They could do, like, a fatal four-way, like Shinsuke, Strowman, and Sheamus and him. But, I mean... I think if they do one-on-one, it'll most likely be him and Sheamus again. Yeah, I think in a perfect... Now that you mentioned that, I would rather see Nakamura keep the title. Not that it really means anything anyway. The issue is that you have Strowman lose again. I mean, the guy's already a loser, so I mean, I guess he kind of has to win. But I think you could do... I would rather see Strowman and Sheamus at WrestleMania and then Nakamura and Bryan. Uh, but you're not going to get too many singles matches on these shows because they usually tend to throw everyone on the card... So maybe not, but I would rather see that, to be honest with you, just because we've already seen Brian and Sheamus a million fucking times. Uh, Bray Wyatt, is it inevitable? Is it pretty much set in stone, RJ, that we're seeing Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for that Universal Championship? No, I mean, that's that's a slam dunk. It's got to be. Does Roman win or does he lose? (laughs) Roman wins, LOL, come on. (laughs) Does the push of Bray Wyatt end there, a la WrestleMania 30, or do they somehow, you know, keep him going somehow? He's dead in the water after WrestleMania, guaranteed. <laughs> I guess I'm time not was... kidding. He'll be a fucking he'll be a loser by May. You'll be a loser by May, RJ says, and the sad thing is that you're probably right. You know, the funny thing is that the guy is yep. the reverse Undertaker WrestleMania. How how happy does that make you feel? What? That he's 0-4? Owen, Owen, yeah, Owen, no, no, 0-3 at WrestleMania. Oh, wait. Just Owen... I don't know, I lost his record. He's going to be a fucking loser. The Eater of Hot Pockets. <sighs> eater of Hot Pockets, RJ. Well, yeah, eater of being a loser. <laughs> eater of Pinfalls, Bray Wyatt. Uh, we then get to the... Literally at WrestleMania. What'd you say? Yeah, Eater of Pinfalls at WrestleMania. <laughs> Pretty much, and Eater of Rock Bottoms and... Uh, uh, yeah, he didn't wrestle WrestleMania 34, but he didn't lose. He wasn't. I think he helped Matt Hardy win or something, but he has yet to win. That that much is for sure. Uh, we then get to the Royal Rumble matches. Uh, first for the women's winner gets a shot at either the uh, Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship or WrestleMania. The sad thing is that I talked about this on hashtag earlier that they've only announced of all the men they've announced for this thing, they've only announced five women. Five. They have literally 25, 26 men announced. 25 for the men. Five for the women. Like, but why though? Not that it's going to really change anything. Like, I don't expect Carmella to win or Dana Brooke to win. But, like, you think, you would think that they would have announced themselves for the match by now. Uh, just because you know they're going to be in it. So, like, either that or they're just loading this shit up with surprises. Uh, so, so far announced is Charlotte Flair, Sarah Logan, Natalia from Raw, then Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross from SmackDown. You got to assume Sasha's going to be in there. Kyrie Sane's going to hopefully be in there. She's clear to compete now. Um, again, Carmella, Dana Brooke, uh, maybe Liv Morgan. Other than that, isn't this going to be mostly NXT people, you think, RJ? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they could have some more Raw and women's people, Raw and SmackDown women's, but, I mean, they don't have that many, so it'd probably be a good, I'd be a good hand of, uh, of, uh, NXT people as well. Any chance of a Mandy Rose win? You were mentioning her earlier and how her story, you know, we were talking earlier about her and Otis. They've had the best thing going right now on uh, on Monday Night Raw, or uh, rather on SmackDown for about a month or so now. Any chance of a surprise Mandy Rose victory? I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, I, I would say she deserves it more than, like I said before, I think the winner of the Rumble is someone that needs to win the Rumble to get over or to be need to win to get the shot to make it credible. I mean, Charlotte doesn't need to win that. She gives, she's fucking the champion ten times already, or whatever mm-hmm. the hell she's been. Same with Sasha. Like, they're already main event players. They don't need to win the Rumble to get a title match. I mean, I have written down here, I have Mandy, Sonya, and then Shayna Biz. I mean, I feel like she's kind of the odds-on favorite, her or Charlotte, but I mean, I think Mandy winning would be a lot better, but I would say if I'm picking, I would say Shayna, 
Um, but I have Manny and Sonya written down as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that story develops, what goes down with Otis, how they factor into the finish of that match, if at all. We'll see. Um, any names you would like to see in the Royal Rumble from NXT and NXT UK, if not some legends? I know you're a big Dawn Marie fan and would pop huge if she showed up, but aside from Dawn Marie, RJ, anyone from NXT, NXT UK that um, either has been in it before, like we've seen, you know when it's in it last year, but a lot of people may not uh, know that just because, uh, you know, she was a different Io Shirai at that point. That was babyface Io, not evil Io, but she had a beautiful moonsault even then. You, you said that yourself. Um, so. Io was in it. Rhea Ripley was in it last year. Casey Catanzaro, I know, was in it. Zia Lee. Um, Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie was in it. Now she's on Raw. Uh, anyone else? I, actually, the funny thing is that Kyrie's already made two Rumble appearances, and she wasn't even on the main roster yet. Like, she was in it twice. She's appeared at WrestleMania twice, long before she even uh, wrestled on the main roster, which is kind of funny. Um, but with uh, the NXT, NXT UK women this year, anyone in particular stands out in your mind as obvious suspects? Well, I feel like Kayla Ray should be in it. Um, should be there that week. Should be there that weekend because of uh, what's collide. Like Kayla Ray, um, it's kind of it for UK. I mean, I don't really know too many other women. Piper Niven, maybe. Tony Storm will probably be in it. Maybe Piper Niven. I, I actually think she's a really good character. So I mean, Piper Niven maybe as well. And then for NXT, like NXT, it should be probably just their usual suspects. I mean, Tegan Knox. Dakota Kai should be flirting around there somewhere. Belair. Um, maybe okay. Tynara. Candice was in the last day. Tynara will be there. Tynara. Candice. <laughs> Candice. Tynara couldn't even make the match last week somehow. <laughs> I, um, I know. Where was, where was Tynara last yeah. week? I don't know. That, that pissed me off. But, I mean, I think it's just going to be your, your top five, ten women from UK and NXT regular. So, I think it'll be a fun match, but, I mean, I hope Charlotte or Sasha doesn't win. Yeah, no, I hope not. I hope not. Uh, as for surprises, I think all of those people would be uh, would be great. Tanara, the question is, does she bring the Brazilian belt to her with her down to ringside or no? No, I God, I hope not. God, you hope not? It's all part of the gimmick. She's the black belt. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> um, so, as far as winners go... You said Sasha, no. I mean, I think it's got to be. Honestly, the three people that are, like, the odds-on favorites to win aren't even on, like, even aren't even active right now. And it includes um, Ronda, Shayna, and I think Nia, people were, th- were saying, too. Which makes sense, because, you know, she has history with Becky, which, God, I hope fucking not. I fucking hope not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll hear me from Connecticut, my friend, if, if Nia Jax wins the Royal Rumble. But what about Ronda? What about Sheena? What what, what, what about all this talk, RJ, about these two potentially winning the Rumble? Do you see it happening? In terms of Sheena, I think it's pretty likely. She's actually my odds-on pick to win the whole thing. Yeah, Sheena, I would say, has a good shot. Ronda, I'm so out on Ronda. It's not funny. <laughs> so, with Ronda, I, I've said this before, but I think she's already, you know, I... I for her to go away for a year to say, I want to start a family and then come back without starting a family. I mean, it's her business. It doesn't really affect anyone but her. I just think it's bizarre. Then why leave in the first place? Maybe they tried and they couldn't. I don't know. It just seems weird to me that she would leave without really doing anything. Like, I know she filmed a movie or something, but like, then why leave? She was there for a fucking year. She was like, oh, I'm here to, you know, yeah. she, she showed up at the Rumble two years ago, dude. You know, big moment. I'm, I'm a big Ronda Rousey fan. I thought she was great for WWE while she was around. And she took to it really well. But then she was like, oh, I'm tired. You know, this is too much for me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm on the road a lot. And then she left after a year. Like, boo-hoo. Boo the fuck who. Go home. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you signed a contract for three years, and then you go home after a year? So what I'm saying is, if she wanted to start a family, she didn't know that beforehand. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me either. Um, Like, why would you... Why would you sign knowing, you know, for three years, knowing you want to start a family? That's not something that changes within a year. She probably already knew that by the time she signed. There's a lot of questions I have. A lot of this is her business, but I'm just very confused. Um, So, again, my my point being that for her to say, oh, I'm going to go start a family, blah, 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 I don't think it's a swerve. I really think she feels that way. For her to come back to not... I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? I just don't really think it makes much sense. And then why leave yeah, in the first I place? Think it's gonna, I don't think she's going to come back. 
I don't think she's coming back. I think she'll be back at some point. I just don't think she's back on Sunday. I think I don't think she's honestly coming back anytime no, soon at all. So. I don't think she's coming back anytime yeah, soon. I, I think it might, until next year even. Uh, I just think people are getting their hopes up for no reason. But so, who's your official pick again for this match? Uh, Shayna. Shayna. Okay, that's what I thought too. I think Shayna and Becky makes the most sense after what we saw at Survivor Series. Shayna's done in NXT and she got tossed out by uh, Shotzi Blackheart last week. Um, but still, I, I think she is main roster bound and she wins this match. So we get to the men's rumble again. They have announced everyone under the sun for this thing. Some of these people like. You know, the thing I liked about the 2018 Rumble when we were there was that they... I'm like, Jesus Christ. So, they announced a lot of people, and a lot of these people you know aren't going to win. So why even bother putting them in there, dude? Like, the Rumble, in my opinion, I feel like they've kind of lost their way with it, because now it's a lot of, like, job guys. And I guess that was always the case, even back 15, 20 years ago. Like, you would know. You watch the early 2000 Rumbles. There's a lot of fucking losers in there. Uh, you know they're not going to win. There's a ton of losers in there. A ton of losers, I get it, but like, our truth I mean, okay, I know he's the 24-7 champion, but our truth Was 24-7 champion. What? Didn't he regain it or no? No, he's not the champion anymore, but he's going to be he in there. The I forgot. I thought he, I thought our truth regained it this week or something, but uh, so our truth was announced today. Um, he was put in there. Kofi and Big E, I guess, makes sense. Joe, Owens, and Rollins all make sense. Stroman, Nakamura, okay. Uh, Murphy and Black are in there. Rusev and Bobby are in there. We have Otis and Tucker. Why, dude? I like Otis. I mean, I guess Otis makes sense, but why does Tucker have to be in the match? Does anyone give a fuck? Like, is he like the 2019 version of Titus O'Neil, where he just pops up for no reason? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Dolph's in the match, but Rude's not. Like, there's I have a lot of questions here. Roman, we know, is in it. Um, Elias. Come on, dude. Um, Eric fucking Rowan, like... I don't even know what to say. They have already filled up 25 spots. I feel like that's a lot. Because they got to leave some mystery. Honestly, you know what? I would rather not know that they're coming out as a... I don't know. I would rather just not announce these people. Because who gives a shit? Who cares? I'd rather they just leave the spots open for surprises. Because this... Who, just, who the fuck cares about Eric Rowan and, and, and Tucker being in the Royal Rumble well knowing that they're not going to fucking win? To me, it just seems like they're in there just to get chucked out by, by Corbin or Reigns or something. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes no sense. Yeah, the, that's example. I don't know. I just... I There's one thing to be said about losers being in there. Like, Heath Slater, perfect example. In there when we went a couple years ago, he was one of the stars in the match. They had a recurring highlight with him being in there, you know? Like, he kept getting his ass kicked and it made sense. And then he checked out Sheamus. I thought that was so, I thought that was great. You know, everyone made sense to be in the match. This year, it doesn't really feel that way. It feels like a lot of people are in there just for the sake of being in the fucking match. Uh, it feels like we have Brock and Reigns and then everybody else. And then Drew. Drew, Brock, Reigns, and then everybody else. Uh, so, RG, what, what's the lowdown with the Rumble? What are you feeling about this Rumble? Who do you think is going to be in it? Surprise entrance. Who's winning it? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I think, I think if you look back, I think this one has... Some losers in I mean, if you look back back in the day, like, there's a ton of guys. There'd be, like, you, it's similar to this. Like, you have, like, three or four guys that have a chance. Everyone else are just glorified losers that have no chance to win. Um, I, I, I hope Roman doesn't win. Like, that's the last thing I fucking want. I forgot. I would fucking be so mad if he won. Um, I hope Drew wins. I might pick Drew. I think he needs it the most. It'd be great for him to win. Um... For surprises, I mean, I hope they take the five guys that aren't announced and just NXT guys. So, like, Riddle, Keith Lee, um, like, Gargano, Champa would be fun as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe like, a legend. I know they're in Houston, Texas, so maybe, like, Mark Henry. I know he's from Texas. That would be kind of funny. Yeah. Kind of good for Henry to come out. But, I mean, I hope it's Drew. That's kind of all I got right now. I, I just hope Drew wins. I mean, like, I don't want to get my hopes up for anyone you just said, and then, like, Big Show comes out. You know what I mean? Like, he'll probably pop up. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah, I really want Drew to win. The issue, like, I'm, like, really high on the idea of Drew winning. Like, I've said this a million times, but, like, I was, like, I was, like, on Sunday, I said to myself, like, I really want Drew to win the Royal Rumble. Like, I really want him to win the Rumble. The sad thing is, I just don't think he will. 
Um, I think this would be the first time, I'm not going to lie, that it would feel genuinely shocking. Nakamura winning was great. Don't get me wrong. Rollins winning was great, but we all kind of figured they were winning. Because why wouldn't they? You know what I mean? Like with Nakamura, we knew he was facing AJ at WrestleMania. Why wouldn't he? And last year, Rollins versus Brock was like set in stone months in advance. So this year, we have no clue. We have no idea where he's going to end up on the card. Brock Lesnar, that is. We have no idea who he's facing, who he's going to defend the title against. Drew makes more sense than anyone, but it's not predictable. So that's why I like Drew. You really want to make someone with the Rumble, like you said. Drew's the guy to go with. Just to give the Rumble victory to someone who could already get a title shot tomorrow, like a Roman, is stupid. Um, Roman's done such a good job. He's done such a great job of getting the people behind him again over the last year that to have him win the Rumble on on the near five-year anniversary of when he won it the first time and it all went to shit for him would be a fucking mistake. That would be a massive mistake. Like, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. None of us would be shocked. Because we said that five years ago. We were saying, you know what? If Roman wins, they're fucking this guy because Brian should win when we all want Drew to win. And they had him win anyway. So, like, nothing will surprise me anymore. But the thing is, I want Drew to win. He's not my pick. I don't think he's going to win. I don't think they'll do the right thing here. I really don't. But I also don't think, I don't think Roman's going to win either. My pick to win the Rumble, and I hate that I'm saying this, and it, I hate that I'm saying that I hate that I say it because I like the guy, but I have no interest in, in seeing the match. Cain Velasquez. I think Cain Velasquez shows up. I think he chucks out Brock, and he wins the whole fucking thing, and everyone, the, the crowd goes mild. No one will fucking care. Because you know they're going to go back to that at some point, but they fucked it up the first time. No one was higher on the idea of Kane and WWE than me. And I I know you were excited about it as well, but they messed it up within a month. They made the guy look like a bitch of Crown Jewel. Why would anyone want to see the rematch at this point? I know he was hurt back then, but like, I don't know. I have no interest in seeing Kane and Brock. Uh, definitely at WrestleMania for the title. Like, they, they fucked it up. when They, they should have done it at this pay-per-view. Let's put it that way. At Mania, no thanks. Pfft. No, 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 no interest in seeing that at all. Um, I'm going to say Cain Velasquez, though. I just think there's a very good chance that he shows up and wins the whole thing. Like, we haven't seen him since. And they signed him to this big deal. And we haven't seen him since he lost to Brock like a loser. Like, I don't know. Do, do you see that as a possibility, RJ, or is it just me? I mean, I see it as a possibility, but I'm so out on the idea that I didn't even bring it up. <laughs> like, if he wins, I might as well just, like, fucking give up. I just give up. I, I, I hate that I'm even saying that, but that's my pick. I'm convinced that he's winning. I really am. I think Drew should win. Um, you need to film. If, when it gets down to the final two, if it gets down to the final two and Drew's in there, you need to do me a favor, Mr. Marceau, and if he's still awake, shoot the reaction of Papa Marceau. Need to see his reaction if he wins the Rumble. <laughs> Sounds good. He's going to pop out of his sofa if Drew wins. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the match, though, as far as surprises. Uh, I think Keith Lee and, and Matt Riddle got to be locks. The thing is, is that they were on backstage. I mean, in a perfect world, I want Keith Lee to win because I think they could really capitalize off that Survivor Series stuff, even though it was a while ago. Honestly, I think he'd be as much of a threat to Brock as anyone else. I don't think it's happening, but um, I think it'd be pretty fucking cool. The issue is that CM Punk said the exact same thing last night on backstage, so you know it's not happening because they're not gonna—they're not gonna do what he would predict. So it's not like that was their plan anyway. But there, there's no shot in hell of it happening now. Uh, Matt Riddle would be cool, but again, you, you know it's not happening. Anyone winning from NXT in their debut would be pretty cool. Um, like Baszler, really—they're kind of doing that with Baszler. But it would be even cooler with like a person with Lee, who's a real threat to Brock Lesnar, and that's how you make a star from the get-go. But it should be Drew. Drew makes the most sense. Alistair Black should be considered a dark horse. Um, I know you have Owens and Joe, and that'd be cool. Kind of feels a little too obvious. Um, either one of them versus Brock and Mania would be great. I just don't think WWE sees them as those type of opponents for Brock and Mania. I think Drew is just the logical pick. If it's not Drew, then what the fuck? You know, what do you do with Drew WrestleMania? I just don't get it, but... That's it. That's our Rumble predictions for Sunday. The whole show looks good on paper. Uh, worlds collide as well. Very uh, very appreciative you were able to join here on the call, RJ, breaking down both cards, as we always do for every Big Four pay-per-view. Hopefully we can work something out for the next TakeOver show in a couple weeks. Um, but until we uh, until we talk again, Mr. Marshall, any closing thoughts here on WrestleRant Radio? No, I, th- I think the weekend should be good, depending on who wins the Rumble. I'll see how I feel on Monday. 
Looking forward to hearing your two cents, Mr. Marceau. So until then, give Papa Marceau my best. People can find you on the Twitter machine at RJ underscore Marceau. They can find your ranting thoughts there after Cain Velasquez wins the Rumble. And you know, just look out for my tweet. So have people follow you, but also follow me at WrestleRant. I'll be posting my annual, um, not that I've done this with every Rumble, but I, I'm, I'm set on it this year, my why fuck you, that's why Vince McMahon meme has got to be going up on Sunday if Kane or Roman Reigns win the Rumble. So keep an eye out for that, Mr. Marceau. I'm ready. <laughs> Enjoy the Rumble weekend, Mr. Marceau. I'll catch your ass down the road. I'll talk to you, too,